Hey everybody, welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformation coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. And I'm in the mobile studio today. I'm heading to the gym. It's a Sunday. It's my day of rest. When I say day of rest, day of rest from doing the normal manic business drive and all that kind of stuff. So um, I've had a nice sleep in and I'm headed to the gym to do my first workout in probably, it's almost two weeks, I would say. Maybe it is two weeks today. Because I wanted to give my body a, a good rest, a battling the, for, the fatigue, the burnout, all that kind of stuff. And I thought, you know what? It's been years since I've given myself that much rest, so I'm, I'm just going to do it. And I'm feeling more refreshed uh, this morning with a, you know, probably an extra hour and a half of, of sleep. It really makes a difference. And I'm lying in bed this morning, um, you know, thinking about the, the work that I'm doing today. And uh, I was thinking about... Uh, the here and now and uh, what five years time looks like uh, for me personally and I'm not a big person for looking five years in advance because I used to work for an organization and we do a, a one-year three-year and five-year plan and no one ever looked at the five-year plan in five years time to say yeah and it was it was all it was used for really was to tick some boxes that okay this is what it looks like uh, generally speaking, what happened was there would be, it's all based on assumptions, right? So you have your your yearly results, what are your forecasting for the next year? Three years time, it's like a, a factor of, of um, I don't know, if there's a growth of 3%, then they say, okay, well, let's make it 9%. And then if it's five years time, then they say, well, we th- we're expecting an uplift further of this, so let's do that. And no one ever in five years time went back and said, hey, you were way out for that three year and that five years. So I, I tend not to uh, not to do it. Um, but thinking about the uh, you know the next five years, I guess so. I'm so I'm going to hit in five years, well, five and um, five years and eight months. I'm going to hit a milestone, uh, you know, a number for my age, and that is sixty. And I remember when I was a kid and thinking about sixty, and thinking, wow, how old are sixty? Sixty-year-old people are so old, but it certainly doesn't feel like that for me because. You know, you're living in it. And uh, I think about how much my life is going to change in, in, the, in five years' time. As my eldest one, she will be 23. Uh, my youngest one will be uh, 21. And hopefully she's no longer having a, a terminal illness and starting to live the life that she wants. So my, my eldest at 23, I imagine that she'll be out of home. She'll be you know, doing the, the job that she loves and earning, uh, earning money and living the life that she wants to. And my youngest one, hope she's doing the same sort of thing as well. Chances are she probably won't be out of home, but uh, she'll be you know, shuffling between her mum's and, and my place. And 
um, you know, there's that aspect of it. And then I think about, uh, from a, a work perspective, I think my, um, the way that I work with people uh, will change. And I think I will, I'll be doing less of the, perhaps, uh, you know, one-on-one in-person type stuff and doing more things uh, globally, which will obviously provide me with the freedom to be wherever I want to be and et cetera, et cetera. Now, I am a bit of a homebody, so, you know, but a lot of travel does not does not excite me uh, but I could do it wherever I am so obviously I've got a big studio at the moment and I need to be near that uh, to be working with the clients in the way that I work with them now uh, but I see that uh, changing and uh, you know in that five years time uh, you know some of the the investments that are that I have uh, right now become uh, more accessible and I start to make uh, you know different decisions and and so forth about my you know my current residence and, and so forth because it's a it's a really big place and I, I barely go into most of it uh, every day so it's like uh, you know that downsizing and all that kind of stuff and it's just you're in a different a different uh, place in your life and I think wow I could you know, pretty much just coast between now and then and say, wow, look how much it's going to change and whatever you attach to, uh, you know, not having your kids around anymore. I mean, I'm obviously I love my kids and I love spending time with them, uh, but they're also, you've got to let them go, right? And they've got to live their own lives and then you start to, you know, live the rest of your life. And I know for my dad, you know, it's sort of different for him. I mean, we moved out and kind of distractions for dad and then it was just mum and him and I think it was a bit of a struggle I know it was a struggle for mum she said oh he's just around so much now when he retired and she was so used to having her space and so you know I've got a lot of a lot of things that I want to be doing in terms of you know the growth of business and you know adding contribution all that kind of stuff and I'm very very happy in my own company and uh, you know, obviously the the kids require, even though they're they're growing up and stuff. My my youngest one, because she's so unwell, requires a lot of attention. But all of a sudden, uh, you don't have that extra cost of you know having the kids in your home and uh, the time, whether that be time and or or money, and you've got this freedom to do whatever you want, whenever you want, you know, outside the you know, the hours that you're working, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so it's quite an exciting time, I think. So I don't exactly know what that is going to look like. And so then I was thinking, well, yeah, well, let's say you did nothing. You just coasted on. You said, oh, I'm really looking to that next five years because that'll be the next phase of my life. And you'll have this and you'll have that. And you won't have to worry about the kids. And you'll be able to do this and that and that, et cetera, et cetera. And, yeah, I reflect back to when I was 16 years of age and I picked up this book in the, the news age and I remember where I was standing I remember the moment I picked up the book and the, how I felt when I was uh, you know reading it and etc etc and it was when I was 16 I didn't have a lot of money obviously because I only had some pocket money and I ended up buying uh, this book I think it was it was probably like $12.90 or something like that and I bought the book it was called Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude and uh, the so I read the 
like the first few chapters, and I thought, wow, this is fantastic. And I remember standing there reading it and thinking, wow, I, I felt that I had these negative voices inside me. And um, the fact that it was called Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude, there was something in the titles, very clever, and something in my reading of it, like flicking through. There was, it was really, a, it just resonated and appealed with me. I thought, I need to have this book. And so I got it and I read the first few chapters, like I said. And um, for whatever reason, I remember it, uh, at the time it had some elements of, uh, you know, religion in there, talking about God and all that kind of stuff. And uh, certainly at the time, I, I was a little bit put off with it and I didn't end up finishing the book. And so the reason I tell you that is there was a moment in me then that picked up the book and said, yeah, this is what is going to help help me move beyond it. And uh, you know, even in the few chapters that I read, I picked up these principles and it was about uh, you know, talking about your, your PMA, your, your positive mental attitude and how you needed to change things and the things you need to say to yourself, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought that that's really cool. And I started to do some of those things. However, it was probably not till I was 30 that I picked up another book in the same sort of space. And did that mean I wasn't working on myself for those 14 years? No, but I wasn't working on myself in the way that I do now every single day. And I think about how much further ahead I would be if I I had only had the foresight to understand perhaps not grasping all the concepts in what I was was absorbing in the moment, but to know that the, they would connect down the track, the dots would connect further down, that I would definitely be much further along uh, than I am now. Some of my, well, I would say all of the, like the biggest growth that I've had, like the quantum leaps in growth personally that I've had in my life have occurred in the last 10 years. And... Part of that is taking the, the leap out of the comfort of being employed by someone else and being, you know, earning an executive type income and not having to worry about where your next dollar is coming from, et cetera, et cetera, and taking a massive leap to run my own business and, you know, replace that income and deal with all the, you know, the ups and downs of what goes on with the economy and all that kind of stuff, which can have an impact on you know, household income, which can have a flow-on effect to, to business, etc., which means you've got to constantly think differently and you think about your marketing differently and what you're offering is different. And, you know, being in business now, coming up for 14 years this year, uh, the landscape has changed a lot. Uh, the way that we market, the way that we connect with people, the, you know, most of the time that I spend with people at the moment is in the health and health, fitness, wellness, nutrition, mindset space. And you would think, oh, well, yeah, it's pretty much the same. It has changed enormously over a, a 13, 14-year period. It's massive. And so if you're not adapting and changing to that, then you get left behind. And so many people during COVID in my area here left the industry because they didn't know how to adapt. And so... In some ways, I'm disappointed that I didn't keep on doing 
what I was doing when I picked up that book at 16. And, you know, there was no online stuff. I mean, we're talking back in, you know, 1984. Uh, there was no internet that I had access to. I didn't even have a computer. It, w- it was really just books. And um, I'm, I'm sorry that I didn't do it. I didn't just keep going with that and create that hunger. And I, actually now I'll, t- I'll tell you one of the things, and this is the irony in, you know, the having a positive mental attitude and everything. I was not a good student. So 16, I would have been in uh, grade 10, year 10. So I was just going to have a, a pre-workout drink. And at school, I was not a good student. I was not popular. I was bullied still at year 10. And I had a lot of negative voices inside me. You know, I'm not good enough. I couldn't do, you know, I wasn't a good student. I didn't understand things. And part of what it was about this book is I didn't understand everything. And, you know, they were using, it was written for adults. You know, they were using words that I didn't understand and, and uh, you know, sentences that I'm like, I don't even know what that means. And there was a lot of acronyms in the book and it's like for me, I just really struggled with it. So I thought part of it was you're stupid. You, you just don't understand you know, the words that you use for yourself. That was the irony, positive mental attitude. And here I was saying to myself that you're not worthy of this. You're not good enough. You're never going to grasp it. Don't even bother. So that was part of the reason that I stopped as well. And it's such a shame. It's such a shame. So now fast forward to now and I think, so five years down the track, you think, well, yeah, you could just continue and just coast. It's like five years time. Wow, you've got all these things happening. Yeah, let's just make it through to that next five years. I'll tell you what, if I, if I did that, then the five years is going to go really, really slowly. But what excites me is that story I just told you. The next five years, I think of how much I could grow. I look at the last 10 years and how much I've grown. And a big part of that is through coaching. A big part of that is through books. A big part of that is through not podcasts so much, uh, but programs, recorded programs from uh, different people and my coach and so forth. And I'm, I'm like a sponge just soaking up all this information. Has my learning style you know, changed that much from when I was younger? No, I wouldn't say it has. I'm not the smartest person in the room. That's why I hang out in rooms where I'm not the smartest, so I'm always learning. And uh, I've still got the same brain, but I've learned better learning techniques. And what helps me is listening, writing notes. Writing notes in a way that helps me. Capturing those notes in a way that I can go back to them and find the key points uh, quickly and easily and refer back to them. So I've learned way better how to become more resourceful. And when you're more resourceful, it doesn't matter really the problems that come up in your life. If I can't remember them, I'll know where to go to find it. And that is really a fundamental key for success. You've really got to understand those things and uh, become better and better at it. And I've certainly become a way better person at mastering the communication with myself. And if I can do that, I know that progress and happiness will follow and success as well. And so uh, for me, 
How exciting is that? Because you continue to grow every single day. You just get better and better and better. And I think, wow, that's that's really exciting. So I'm focusing on how much I can grow in the next five years. What are the results that I can get in the next five years? And yes, there are going to be a lot of challenges that come up in the next five years. But imagine what I can do in the next five years with all of this stuff. I think that's really exciting. And on that note, I'm going to step into the gym and do a great workout this morning. Um, There are so many cars uh, turning up here this morning. Um, So I'll go see if I can get the equipment that I want. One of the reasons why I have my own studio as well. So I might end up turning around just going home and doing the workout at home. Uh, Stay safe, stay healthy. And if you want to connect with me, go to mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com and opt in for a free consultation right there. Take some time out today to think about your next five years and are you on the right trajectory to achieve what it is that you want? Are you doing what it is that you should be every single day now? Because I can tell you, the next five years will go past so fast and you you don't want to be five years down the track in, well, 2028 and saying, gee, I wish I had done back then. Yeah, I remember... I listened to this guy on this podcast and he said how he didn't do these things for 14 years and now he's achieved the most growth in the last 10 and now he's looking at what's the growth he can achieve in the next five. You know, don't make the mistake that I did all those years ago. Grow. Find what's going to help you grow every single day. See you tomorrow.